Welcome to Pope for the Uprooted. I'm Susan Miller, and I'm delighted that you joined us today. You know I love the pleasure of your company. And whatever major life change has uprooted you, we hope our program will give you hope and encouragement and that it is just what you needed at this time. I am so excited to have on my podcast today, Danielle Worth, who is a professional organizer. Does that give you a clue where we're going today? She is author, speaker, and a soccer mom, and a best-selling author, Ignite the Organizer in You and Ignite the Organizer in Your Child. How about that? So she is going to help those of us that are uprooted, whatever that might be, however that might be, in how to pack and unpack some great tips on getting it done. And I am delighted to welcome you, Danielle, to our show. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm really delighted and look forward to sharing um, just so many great uh, tips and ways to tackle it all in transition. Well, tell us about your background. You know, you are uh, just the queen of organizing, packing and unpacking and getting (laughs) it done. So give us a little background. Um, really my studies were in psychology and family studies. I just really loved working with people and relationships. Um, but from an early age organizing, uh, it really calmed me. It helped me focus. Um, I am gifted with ADHD. And so, um, when I would feel overwhelmed or scattered, um, just even as a child, I found myself just wanting to place things in order in my playroom and, and so forth, and didn't really realize that that was a skill of, of organizing until I was much older. And um, I decided to go into real estate first for about 10 years, but always wanted to start that organizing business in my early 20s. Um, I finally kickstarted it actually when I became a mother. And um, moms were talking to other moms and we're at play dates and Apparently, there was chatter of, hey, you really know how to do organizing. How are you a first-time mom and able to, you know, keep track of the binkies and the bottles and the laundry? And I, I was kind of confused because I, I just said, oh, well, I just made a solution for this. And then this made sense to me here. And I could tell you it's, it's really simple. Um, but some of the moms were saying, gosh, I wouldn't have thought of this or, or, or that, that just wouldn't have even come to mind. And at that moment, I realized just because you're a mom doesn't mean you also, you know, birthed organizing skills as well. I thought, oh, you pop the child out and you pop out the skills and you know how to run a house. And then that's definitely when my heart sank in realizing wow, that just because you are a mother and running a house doesn't necessarily know you have those natural understandings to do things. So that was my huge spearhead to kickstart the business so that I can just share and teach others and encourage other moms, hey, this is your role. And um, it's very simple. And I can just share what I've learned along the way. And I just started off, um, you know, small one or two days a week 
and um, and then it grew to a larger team. Uh, and 15 years later, here we are. Well, there's nothing like um, birthing a business out of necessity and <laughs> just, you know, this is how I need to do it. And right. gosh, you really um, have excelled and your reputation precedes you, Danielle. So I'm just excited you. that you will share with these women and help us all in some organizing tips and tell me what do you feel like the hardest task that women face with organizing for a move? Yeah, absolutely. I think now more than ever, um, there is just so much more to juggle. There's so much more distractions than there was ever before. And so it's taking all of these really important components that as a mom, we do take pride in and we want to do well in and excel in this role. But there's one thing to juggle all the cycles of managing a home. And then there's a whole nother skill set in raising the child. And then you may have space challenges. And then you may or may not just have a natural understanding or gift of organizing. And, and that's really common. So, and then you throw in kind of the pressures of what we see visually on social media of all these, you know, perfect spaces. And so you just take all of that and it can be, it can be a really tricky storm to navigate and say, how am I going to make this work for me and my skill set? And where do I focus it? And so I think just someone acknowledging that there is a lot going on at once and that's just how life is right now. Um, and then focusing on what would be, you know, the top three tasks that I can work on, let's just say this week, because there's going to be in any life, whether you're moving or not, you know, from 30 to 130, but can we just focus on what are the top three? Maybe it's just hiring a mover, identifying the next home space, um, getting that contract and location solidified, then, you know, work from there. So uh, the list can go on. I think if we just focus on what are the most top three important tasks that really can get done and wrapped up, um, then you can just feel so confident and yourself and your skills to then move to the, you know, that next layer and the next layer as the weeks go on. Well, and I find myself uh, overwhelmed and I love your take the top three things, you know, because you're, you know, you're, you're eating the elephant in the living room one bite at a time <laughs> that way. Uh, otherwise you do get overwhelmed and then you end up doing nothing effective and Correct. efficient. So mm -hmm. that's great counsel just to um, focus on three things. And I'm a list maker. So, yes. you know, that helps me too. Well, then what are some ways to simplify? Simplify, that's such a big word in my life. To simplify <laughs> packing and unpacking. It's almost an oxymoron, right? Yeah. Simplify and packing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Can they be together in the same box? Right, <laughs> right. Um, I would definitely say, and I've learned this through a few moves, even doing a remodel as well these last few years, is the importance of just 
focusing and finishing um, for sure is instead of saying a little bit here and there, um, as far as just picking one space or one drawer and one cupboard and just going through that, purging through it, deciding truly what you absolutely need, what serves you and your family, what can be passed on and enjoyed um, for another family. And if you're not sure, you can leave your little, what I call maybe pile of, of misfits that you're not sure of, and then circle back to that drawer space. Um, one of the best things is, you know, plastic bins or open baskets, they are definitely your BFF. Um, anytime you can take within a shelf or um, a space and corral a theme into it, let's just say it's school supplies. Um, in my laundry, I've got just a simple deep basket. It's marked school supplies on the front with a basic chalk label. And then all the kids' little, you know, backstock pencils and crayons and erasers are in there. But guess what? It's already not 90 of pretty much 90% packed in my mind because it's been corralled. It's been that whatever clutter has been placed into that container. And then when it comes time to move, you just would simply take the packing, you know, the shrink wrap of each of those items. And it's just going from point A to point B. So if you can just go, if I were to go into my laundry and open up my cupboards, I can just go shelf by shelf, say, okay, this is all loose. How can I corral it, label it, contain it? And then it's, it's ready for packing. When you're done with that cupboard, you can just put some blue tape on the front. We do this with clients and we'll just say, you know, ready to pack or pack ready. So when the movers come um, that I know that cupboard's been 100% dealt with onto the next cupboard, next cupboard. And you just feel good. Those are little mini wins, but they all add up and uh, you feel great with that and seeing that. Well, and you know, I always say, take one room at a time. Don't, yes. don't try to just run from room to room and do Absolutely. A, but one room at a time, would you recommend that just to focus and finish one room? And then um, I remember I would put like a red sticker for a bedroom or a blue sticker for where I, or right on the box kitchen or whatever. Are those things yes. you recommend? Yes, you can. You can definitely do a color coding system. That's for sure. That not sure how early on someone will be able to identify um, certain rooms. Maybe their their office might have to now be in the dining room, but still, it's a space. Um, we say organize room by room, but that can also be depending on one's volume can be very overwhelming. So I do agree. Say I'm going to start, let's say, in the laundry room, but I'm really just going to start with this shelf today. How can I clean out, corral, wipe out, get it done, and then go to the next shelf and the next shelf? Um, and then you just, before you know it, that room's a third done, another third and a third, and you could just feel like this space is set. And then again, go to the next and the next. So yes, absolutely. I think we just, a room can, again, depending on volume, might be pretty intense. And so if we can have to start with a drawer in that room, then that's what we do. Because there's we've got to get it done and it'll the more proactive versus reactive we can be. 
oh, it'll just feel so much better and the transition will be um, such, you know, stress reliever too. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And I know that um, cleaning out before you begin packing, I can't tell you how many times I pack things. And then when I got to my destination, I ended up throwing things away or donating them. And, you know, the whole theory of, you know, getting rid of things that you don't need beforehand is huge. Yes. And I'm sure that, you know, that would help simplify too, as you said, to have those bins and just um, get the library books returned or whatever, whatever is needed to help simplify. But those are really good, um, really good ways that would help women. And I know, um, I just made so many mistakes in my 14 moves that, I mean, you would think that I would learn after a while. And I did to a certain degree. But then along comes someone professional like you who's just got it, you know, one, two, three, four. And it's so encouraging uh, to me, as I know to our listeners. But Mm -hmm. as you know, as I know, with any move or being uprooted or packing or unpacking, it's not always going to go that smooth as you want, right? And also, I know you said uh, you made so many mistakes, right? We know, I know for every move, I'm I'm a different person for every move. I'm always evolving. I'm always learning and changing. And and every move, you know, I'm going to take something new with me and say, okay, what worked in the last move? What was really a great win for me? And what just really didn't benefit me and my family? But taking it in a way that is healthy and productive it's so easy. I, I struggle myself. I always joke that I'm a recovering perfectionist. I've gone through many hours of counseling on that and finally kind of broke that perfectionist mindset and, and saying, you know, God's only, he's the only one of perfection. Why am I trying to reach such a level of unattainability? And I had to really lower the bar Um, so that I could really excel over it versus constantly being, you know, struck down by it and just reducing that pressure on myself um, and saying, I am capable. I have great gifts. I have been given so much. What can I do? And if I'm a little lower on the skill set on something, okay, well, how can I supplement that, you know, with a friend or a professional or some direction, Um, There's just so much we can learn all the time, whether it's a move or just even raising a family. It's it's a constant, a constant evolution for sure. Well, that's encouraging. I know because um, the word perfection, oh my gosh. Yeah. Just let (laughs) me leave that at the front door. Exactly. When it comes to cleaning out and organizing, I'm so glad you cannot see my office right now. I am a, not a good example of organizing. However, I always laugh and say, I know where everything is in this pile, you know? (laughs) Exactly. So, um, But, and then I am a list maker that does help me a little bit, but Hey, let's talk about kids. 
Yes. Uh, how, how does a mom empower, as you say, empower, not enable mm-hmm. kids with organizing things for a move or just basically organizing? Right. Uh, it's, it is tricky because we do want to get it done now. We're so used to Amazon Prime and boom, like, you know, we can get things right away. Um, but I think if we look at the bigger picture, we don't want to rob our children of the experience and skill set of organizing. It's an amazing life skill set. So it's much bigger than just the move. I look at it, if I looked at it, it's just a longer term skill set in working with them and a relationship with them of what I can teach. That helped me just kind of slow the tone down and saying, okay, um, what can we do today? The first thing is really, we need to study our child, just like we're taught to study our spouse. What works for one of my creative kiddos is going to be very different than what works for one of my methodic, methodical um, thinker of my older child. So Um, once you study your child, you know, what's going to motivate him, then you can know what you can negotiate with him. So I love to, I've got two boys, they're now 16 and 13. Um, but the, the, the better I know them and what's going to drive them to when we have to do a project, then that it just makes it so much more of a relationship building experience than, you know, pulling out wisdom teeth experience. So um, that would be number one. The second thing is I know for both my boys, um, anytime it's a game or it's something fun and competitive, the excitement level is amped up times 10. So I I will turn anything into um, a game or we love to set timers for sure. And I'll say, hey, let's see if we can go through this top dresser drawer. I think we can do it in eight minutes. What do you think? Oh, mom, we can do it in seven. Oh, great. Let's up the ante. Set the timer on the phone or egg timer. And I'll say, this is the goal. We're going to go through the undies. We're going through the socks. We're going through this. Here's our donate bag or give to the cousins bag. And um, and then we'll organize within. We can easily just, whether using just some blue tape or a brother label tape, and then you just label the tops of, of whatever you've done and organized. Again, you're seeing the progress. You're building that relationship with your kiddos. They can feel confident. And then I, now that I've you know shown them first, much like a teacher, this is what we're going to do in the lesson, so to speak. Let me see if you can do the second drawer on your own. I'm going to be in the kitchen or whatever. Um, I'm going to give you eight minutes. What can you do on your own? And then I can go back and check. So first I'm, you know, empowering them with the skills, seeing if they can lean on themselves. Then I can go back and help, um, you know, you know, as a mom eventually and judging the relationship, what they're capable of doing and, and so forth. Some are like, I've got this all under control. Okay, maybe, maybe not. You say, great, I'm going to check back in. And um, they're so proud when they organize, they love the order and they crave the order a lot more than I think we ever realize. And they're able to keep it up at school. So if they can keep it up at school and they can put, you know, their backpack in their backpack cubby and their books in their desk and, and the pencils in the pencil cup, then they are absolutely able to do it at home. And I think 
we don't give our kids enough credit of what they're capable of doing. Uh, Cause I think we just want it done faster, which I been there, done that. <laughs> so, um, well, and you are truly then empowering them as opposed to, you know, just giving them a task. You're making it fun and challenging, right. which is huge. That's a great, um, that's a great way to look at it. And, you know, there are things that they're not going to want to do any packing with and that don't interest them. Do you have, would you suggest them going through things and at least kind of weeding out a little? Uh, is that a good plan? I, I definitely, I usually recommend for anyone, whether a child or an adult, go start off with easy peasy. Like you're not going to go into schoolwork or memory keeping or the, you know, your favorite toy collection first. So starting off with the easy peasy stuff. So you're just building up the, you know, the mental muscles and mindset. And then, you know, okay, that theme's done. Let's say it's undies or the socks or something, but you might have a child that's just really got their own style. And then I just give it up to them. I'll, I'll say, I'll give them two options or three. And I'll say, out of these three, what do you want to go through first? If, if they're more, if, once they're vested in that experience with you, then I'm just going to run with it. That's great. But if they realize, oh, I picked something that's a little trickier, let's, then you can say, that's fine. Let's pick another theme. It's just going theme by theme and knowing it's, um, you know, that that theme's done. Then you go to the next theme. I just did this with my son. Okay. Short sleeves went to the shorts. We've got hand-me-downs from brother. Um, now we're on to jackets and, um, you know, you just know, okay, we've gone through all of those, give him a clipboard, have him or her write down the themes that we've gone over and check those off. That is really, um, very helpful. Again, they're vested in the experience. These are their this is their property, their belongings. Even if they're real little, they just they just really want to be with you and spend time with you. So, um, you know, I think look at it like that. It's it is quality family time, and um, it just doesn't have to be you know feel like it's um, you know like you're pulling through the mud. <laughs> well, and the, key, the the important thing is that you're getting them involved there if they feel like they are a part of the move. Um, yes. by helping to pack or organize, um, then that's just key for, for a family to feel like, hey, we're in this together. Correct. And we're going to work it out together. And to get your kids involved brings them into the circle. And yes. that is something I know I've recommended through my books and everything is to just to get the children involved, get everyone involved where it is that connection. We're, mm -hmm. we're in this together. Exactly. So. And it brings your family together closer as a family unit that you're going to be um, working together and you're, you're moving together. I mean, that's the point of family and dynamic is supporting each other. So let's say it comes time to put the label on the box or even better if you can get, um, I love using like the 18 gallon tubs, 
you know, um, the, or even smaller if you want versus let's say cardboard boxes. Um, it's just a simple, it protects it in there. It's got the lid snaps on. And then I, I do love sharing the label maker with my kiddos. I've done that since they were in preschool. I can have them do a label on something, whether it's on the top of the furniture drawers or writing on the, you know, the packing label on the front of the bin, um, just having their handwriting and involved. That's taking ownership and pride. I, you, it's perfect. That's what we want for our kids. We're just using moving as the experience versus, you know, playing another board game together and building a family experience. And um, then on the back side, they've been vested in it and they're like, oh, mom, I've got this. I can, I know where this goes. I can, you know, again, at any age, there's always something a child can contribute to. Absolutely. And those are great, great. That's great insight and hopefully wisdom that moms will tuck in um, their hearts beyond the task of a move um, yes. that you would hit on that too, which is important. But what about some efficient home organization? Let's talk about time and paper management. What are some key yes. points? Um, I did create, when we went through a pretty challenging move and we had a downsize and um, it wasn't a move of desire. It was, you know, a challenge financially and, and emotionally for our family. I created what was called an ultimate moving checklist. And it takes folks from about six to eight weeks out from a move. And it was just a complete detailed timeline of what to do um, literally week by week. And that is over on my website at worthorganizing.com. You just look for ultimate moving checklist. It is completely free and it is so easy and fun to follow. And I can just take you through that. So I would recommend one just gets, um, I love using just a simple binder book and, um, I put in some, um, they're basically called like pocket folder sleeves. They have like a half slit in them with a non-tear plastic, uh, added sleeves of paper, some post-it notes. Um, and then my ultimate moving checklist was in the front that I could follow as I talked with vendors, insurance, um, just so many folks. That was my main, that was like my moving Bible of go-to for everything in there. And it was really helpful to just have it in one spot. The second thing that we do with clients, um, when we move clients and getting them ready, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, within state or out of state move, or even prepping for a remodel, um, is you do want to have, uh, what I call in, in my books, um, an org, uh, like your organizing toolkit. And so it could just be a simple banker box. Um, I usually put do not touch, or you will be, um, gravely harmed, you know, as a joke, because <laughs> I don't want anyone touching, you know, mommy's moving box in a sense of like removing things out of it, not putting it back. But in that moving box, you know, we need the scissors, we need the packing tape, we need the go-to labels, uh, we need rubber bands. Um, I, I'm not a fan of the big chunky packing tape, uh, the, plus the tape's so thin. I really like the smaller, more female-friendly size, I guess you could say, of the scotch um, packing tape. So I usually get like a mini case of the smaller ones. It was also easier for my kids to help me too, versus the big gun that had some sharper blades. 
but everything I needed to work in a room, um, you know, label maker, uh, Sharpies, it was all in this one box. And it was just so helpful because anybody needed anything, I'm just, boop, go to the box. And um, so that from efficiency was huge. And time, I'm not, oh gosh, where's that Sharpie again? It just was right there. And you can use it for the prep. You can use it for the after. Um, and again, everybody knows that's the moving box of, of the go-to items versus it just being spread out in multiple rooms. I love that. Um, that is such a key point in organizing and probably key in just home maintenance. Yes. Having yes. a place a drawers that you can find mm -hmm. a hammer and nails mm -hmm. and a screwdriver and tape and just basic organizing for a woman. My drawers in the kitchen and uh, that really is my go-to just for my simple means of organizing. But what about paper management? You know, is that when I say I'm a list maker, is that you're talking about having a binder or a notebook? Is that what you were referring to for uh, and then organizing all the papers and the files when you get ready to move? Right. That for me, the, the, the binder book, um, I even used it for during a remodel as well with the different vendors that I was working with, you know, from the moving company to the contractor. Um, so everyone had a pocket and it was just a simple, you know, two inch binder. Um, that wasn't necessarily, you know, my personal bills or things that needed paying. It was just solely moving or remodel related. And, I just knew if I, if I'm going to be at a coffee shop, I'm going to be waiting in the pickup line or wherever I was at, I can at least be productive and just needed to take that binder. And it had my timeline, my checklist and that, um, when it comes to just general life paper management, um, especially during a move, you, you do want to keep that contained to one area, um, if you have to just start off with like a little, you know, a hanging basket or a file folder, like if you are moving around a lot, you find that you're in and out of the car a lot, you have a lot of downtime and you want to be productive, then sure, there's nothing wrong having a little, um, almost like a little caddy that has a hanging file folders in it. I had a, a just a cute little basket, I think. I, if it's cute, I'll, I'll use it more. Right. <laughs> so I had this basket that was basically my mobile office, um, for a while. And if I just be in the car, I'm at soccer practice for so many hours and I, I've just got to get things done and calls made, then that little basket had handles and my kids could help move it with me. And that became a mobile office. And again, in there, or even in my car, um, my car always is like a mobile office. I have a little stapler, um, you know, those cute little mini swing lines. Um, there's binder clips, paper clips, um, a Sharpie, um, you know, highlighter. I just want to make the most of whatever time I have. And this way, if I was like, gosh, I'm not at home, I could be so much more productive right now, then um, that helped me tremendously. I think each it's so individual. So whatever works for someone, they've got to try something to see if it works. If not, they might need to tweak it. Every person I do feel needs 
um, you know, like your core daily organizer book, like you said, you're a list maker. That's what I use for myself. And that is, um, I really enjoy the, um, I'll give you the exact name here because it, it fits into a purse. It's called a planner pad. That's actually the, um, the registered name. And that has, is very helpful. It has a lot of lines to break out the time per day and the hours and uh, it's spiral bound. So I like that as well. And it's, you know, just small. And in there, I, um, I can just plan for the week and see again, those top three of things I need to do and break it between calls, tasks, errands and so forth. So it's just one pad versus 10,000 post-it notes everywhere. <laughs> and if I happen to write on a bunch of post-it notes in the car or something, I'll at least clip it with a binder clip onto the, the book. And then I can, you know, transition it when I'm settled. Yeah. What would we do without post notes? Oh my yes. goodness. For <laughs> sure. For sure. Okay. You have given us just a wealth of organizing tips and simplified ways to pack. Uh, I know women are thinking, okay, I just need one thing to hang my hat on here. I need one yes. thing to cut through the weeds of this. So what would that one thing a person would do to get started? I think having the encouragement and knowing they can do this, um, they might not know what's going to, you know, come and unfold in the future, but really focusing on what can you do? What are you capable of doing? What is in your control right now that you can handle? There's always something that they are able to do. If there's something they don't feel they are, you know, that they're unable to do or is unforeseen, those are always going to come. But to, you know, drain ourselves emotionally and mentally of the, oh, what if this happens? What if that? Well, what do I do then? How do I find a school? Oh, that's a lot of energy, a lot of emotions. And that, that will definitely cause a wildfire of us in our mindset and drain us from what we, <clears throat> excuse me, are able to do. And so I just think where, where can I focus and finish and really uh, invest my energy? My energy is, I, I know I get a nice little bank of it in the beginning of the day. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> that, that just is going to get depleted as we get farther into the day. And my coffee is only going to take me so far <laughs> and, uh, you know, quiet time, meditation, prayer. Um, I just know this is what I'm given for the day and I need to ration that and I need to protect that and be aware of that because I can easily deplete it all by myself. And I could have really turned uh, all that great, um, you know, energy, skills, wisdom and been productive with it and felt good about it versus, you know, tearing it down. I could use it to build something up. Well, what I hear you're saying is that it starts with a mental attitude. It's your outlook. It's your attitude. It's your, I can do this positive um, thinking that uh, because if you start off negative and, oh gosh, I'll never get through this. But if you just say to yourself, I can do this and I'll do it the best that I can. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because we don't, 
we're not going to have all the answers. We're going to have to navigate a lot of unforeseen, but that's fine. We don't need to, we do not need to consume ourselves with all the what ifs or the maybes in the future. Even if you don't think you can do an entire move, but what can you do today? Can you do this drawer? Like you said, in your kitchen, can you create your organizing toolkit in a box? Yeah, you probably could do that today. That's great. And also what motivates you? There's so many folks that just work so much better with some uplifting music. Um, I know my kids love music. I'll say, okay, pick a fun song. We'll put on the YouTube video and listen to the, the lyrics. Whatever really is your, your jam and gets you going and motivated, that's do it, lean into it, love it. Um, and the next day is a fresh start and you'll figure it out the next day. But you only have to focus on what your top three are for that day or for the week. Right. Yeah. Just really great. Let's bring it all to a point with uh, going back to an encouraging scripture, something that you might um, just offer a woman for hope and encouragement mm -hmm. to motivate her or just just to encourage her. If she's, you know, this is summertime. I mean, this is when the majority of people and families move to get situated by the fall for school and all of that. And, you know, women have this ahead of them and it's a monumental task and they need to know that God is with them. God is, you know, he's right with them. What is your, your favorite scripture? Definitely. Uh, it's Romans 12 two, um, when Paul is talking about, you know, in, embracing our relationship with Christ and, and what we can bring into the world. And so it's do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then we can test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. It, it's, we are hit so much with, you know, consumerism and buy this and do that and spend your time here. But when you say, what is our goal? What is our purpose? Um, we've committed ourselves to, um, to Christ and, and running our family in a godly perspective and principles. So we need to say, what is going to work for me? And not conforming to what the outside world is trying to like push us into. And for me, that verse has just spoken so much saying, this is what I feel represents me as a mother and a family. And um, what direction do I want to go and teach my children? And um, it's just been so helpful and definitely so encouraging. And I would also say that not only is that such a meaningful verse, but never forget those of you that are listening and moving that you need to spend time in prayer. You need to have some be still um, moments mm -hmm. with, with God because he is our source of strength and the renewing of our mind often comes in those quiet moments. So Danielle, thank you. Thank you for your practical, basic, good organizing packing tips. <laughs> and let before we wrap up, please give your contact information uh, where women will know how to contact you. 
Yes. Thank you so much, Susan. I really enjoyed it. Um, um, website is worthorganizing.com. My last name's Worth, so it's with a U. So again, worthorganizing.com. And then also on social media, as far as Instagram and Facebook is also worthorganizing.com. We're always doing teachable tips, um, um, just daily life tips and um, for family and, and just learning new skill sets. Do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching and um, teaching as well. Um, virtual sessions, if folks have questions with that. Um, we're always learning something, always new. So feel free to reach out on those and um, love to help um, direct folks with the right resources and directions that they need. So they can do it. They can do it. I believe in all these amazing women. Um, and thank you so much for your ministry. This is, it's just so important to have somewhere to go and um, feel supported and understood during times of transition and, um, you know, building new relationships. Um, I, I just love that of, of what the ministry has represented for so long. Well, we are in tandem with, um, with our Christ-centered ministry businesses and God will, um, I know, honor you as he has honored us with meeting the needs and ministering to women at their point of need. So, and remember to go to Danielle's um, website to get a copy of the ultimate moving checklist. And that's worth W-U-T-H, W U. T U R it's W R T H organizing uh, dot com. Now this podcast will go up on iTunes and Spotify and our website by the end of the month. So tell your friends to check it out if you're listening and you think, oh my gosh, I wish Sally could hear this. And we will be promoting it on our website and social media in a couple of weeks also. So we thank you, Danielle, for all that you have brought to our table this morning as you've helped us unpack <laughs> in many ways. And thank you so much. And we will hopefully talk to you again. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Susan. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, you matter to me and listening has made my day. I just want you to know as women on the move that always move closer to Jesus because it just doesn't get much better than that. And until we meet again, be organized and stay well and stay healthy and stay close to Jesus. And we'll see you next time. Hope for the Uprooted with Susan Miller is a production of Just Move Ministry. Just Move Ministry is a nonprofit, non denominational ministry dedicated to the emotional well being, spiritual growth, and ongoing resilience of women uprooted by a move or other major life change. Susan Miller is the founder of Just Move Ministry and the author of After the Boxes Are Unpacked. Around the world, women uprooted by a move are gathering in After the Boxes Are Unpacked study groups. Together, they form friendships and find belonging in a new community while seeking to understand how God is using their move to grow and deepen them. 
Learn more at justmoved.org, where you can sign up for weekly words of encouragement, subscribe to Bloom, an inspirational publication, and read new articles every month that inform and inspire. Join the Just Moved community and the Just Moved community Facebook group, a place to connect with and be encouraged by other women anticipating or recovering from a move.